Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. All right, everyone, you've been asking for it. Here it is. It is time for us to dedicate an entire episode on distractions. And what do we do about them? Because let's face it, they are everywhere. We have distractions coming at us 24 seven. Yeah. Cause sometimes they even sneak in when we're trying to sleep. Right. So that's what today's episode is really all about. I'm going to be breaking down the two types of distractions, but more importantly, giving you some quick tips and strategies that you can put in place today to help you start to minimize those distractions so you can finally have some of that focus and productivity that you so crave. So let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm the creator of the top program and top planner, teaching all things time management, organization, and productivity for women. I'm also a mom and wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Guess what? You don't have to feel constantly overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. There is another way. When you have the right systems and tools to plan and manage your time, you can live a life of harmony. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time, planning, and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. If you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed, this is the show for you. And if you're new here, I'd love to get you started with my work-life harmony assessment. All you have to do is DM me on Instagram at Megan Sumrall with the word harmony, and my team will send it right over. Hello, welcome back to work-life harmony. Today, we are going to dive into a topic that comes up time and time and time again, which is distractions. When I ask people, what do you think is the number one challenge that you face when it comes to staying on track, feeling productive, not getting stressed out? One of the top, top two answers is distractions. What's interesting is the other one is usually lack of time. But today, I want to dive into the two types of distractions that we all face and then what we can do to actually minimize those. So when we think about distractions, there's two core types that we all battle often, one more so than the other. The first is external distractions, meaning people, noises, sounds, sights, you know, things that actually we can see, touch, hear, etc. Now, the second type of distractions are 
internal distractions. So when I talk about internal distractions, I'm meaning all of a sudden that ticker tape of information that starts going through our brain, the things that we suddenly start thinking about. Maybe you've been, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Sometimes I'll be reading a book and all of a sudden I realize I've just turned like five pages and I don't remember anything that I just read because my mind was somewhere else. Okay. So we're going to tackle external distractions and internal distractions. And then I want to talk about what we can do to actually minimize those. So first let's tackle the external distractions. Now, when we think about external distractions, we can break that down further into two types. So there are people like physical people that come in and distract us. And there is that I'm going to lump everything else up into the other category of technology. So first let's tackle the external people distraction. Now, this can be something as simple as you're sitting at your desk or wherever you're sitting, and then somebody comes in and interrupts you. If any of you have children, I know you can 100% relate to that, or even at a workplace. Now, one of the number one things that I've done both in a work setting and at home to help minimize that interruption, the people distractions is by very clearly first having a plan in place of when I need to be left alone versus when I am available for interruption. And then second, communicating that. So what do I mean by that? Well, back in my office days, I had one job in particular. I had a very large team and there was a lot of just popping into my office because I always wanted to be available, right? Well, it got to the point it was nonstop and I felt like I could never get three solid minutes to myself. So what I put in place was setting specific office hours every single day of, hey, This is when I'm available for anything and everything that you may need to pop in on. And I communicated those with my team. And the way I went around that initially was because I did have an actual office at that time was if the door was shut, that meant emergencies only. If the door was open, by all means, come on in. So I started publishing what my office hours were. Now, you could still do this even if you don't have a physical office. And even if you're remote, by blocking off a chunk of time on your calendar that if you're in a shared calendar system, letting people know, this is when I'm available for any quick pop-ins. Now, what this really did, again, was minimize the number of nonstop interruptions, but it also got people that I worked with, sometimes they think it's so much easier, oh, let me just go ask instead of like digging in and figuring it out themselves. So it minimized the amount of things I got called into, but then it also gave everybody set pockets of time where they knew, okay, you know, door shut or you know, office hours haven't started. I can wait another 30 minutes. And it gave me much longer stretches of time. Now at home with that kind of distractions, you've got two options as well. If you have a place in your house where you can shut doors, you can start to communicate with your family. If the doors are shut, this means no interruptions. Right now I have an office space with doors and that is the cue that we use here at home. If my doors are shut, that means you don't come barging in. You know, Before I had doors, I had a sign on the back of my chair. So if the sign was up, And you walked in because people would come in and they'd be able to see me from behind first. That meant you don't come in going mom, Megs or whatever. So that is kind of a good strategy to help you on the people distractions. Now, even more so, you may think it's people distractions, but I would hedge to bet 
that the bulk of the distractions, external distractions, is actually technology. Notifications from your phone, email, text alerts, email, (laughs) social media alerts, email. You see what I'm getting at here. And this has been coming up quite a bit inside of the top program community. I know I have harped on this point, but I feel it bears repeating. There are two things that you can put in place to help you really minimize the technology distractions. First and foremost is to turn off all notifications on all of your technology devices. You should not be getting a sound, a flash, anything. So no little email thing should be swiping by on your computer. Your phone should not be lighting up and going dark all day long. You shouldn't be hearing sounds from your computer, tablet, or phone. Shut them all off. Now, if you are not sure how to do what I'm about to talk to you about, I actually have a training on this that any of you can go and watch. If you haven't downloaded my app, it's available in both App Store and Google Play. It's all one word, the pink B. I have a training in there on how to set up your phone to minimize distractions. So my phone is set up in such a way that it never makes a noise unless it's a couple of specific family members calling, not texting, calling or the school calling. And then those people know, hey, if you really need to reach me, call because I don't get notifications on texts. That allows me to relax and not feeling like I need to have my phone on because what if the school calls? What if my spouse needs something? What if my parents need something, right? So you can control your device to say, this is what I'm deeming important enough that I want to be distracted or interrupted. Now, so then what do we do with all of those emails, texts, emails, social media notifications, emails, right? The second part of that is to set up specific times throughout the day where you go and check on those. So I am not responding to texts and messages as they are coming in. I am not looking at my email all day long. I have set times during the day, again, this all comes back to planning, right? Where I will sit down and say, now I'm processing my email. Now I do teach an email processing inside of the top program as well. There are a lot of great strategies on how to manage email, but the number one time saver that you will get is by not looking at it all the time and having those notifications. Even if you live, or even if you have a job that requires you know, customer service, quick turnaround time or whatever, you could even just start saying at the top of every hour, I will check my email. And what I guarantee you, you will find is that you can process email so much faster when you go in, handle it all, and then leave it again. Same with your texts, your notifications, messages, etc. So that's kind of some things to think about from those external distractions, the people, the technology. Now let's touch on the internal distractions, meaning our own brain, right? The non-stop, don't forget this. What about that? Oh, that looks pretty squirrel, 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 right? I think everyone knows the reference of squirrel brain out from the Up movie, which was great. If this is something that you are battling, and I will be honest with you, years ago, my internal distractions were far more problematic than the external distractions, also because we didn't have all the technology that we had then. Today, I'm happy to say my internal distractions are 
you know, unless there's a high stress situation or something I'm feeling very anxious about, they really aren't there. And they aren't there because of the number one way for us to manage our internal distractions is again, all around planning friends. (laughs) You knew I was going to have to bring that up, but here, let me give you an example. Actually, I can remember years ago before my husband and I were married, we were engaged and we were going on a trip and it was a surprise trip that I had done all of the planning for. And at this time, I did not realize like surprises were not his fave. And when I told him about the trip, I didn't even tell him we were going. I'm like, here's what I need you to pack. All of a sudden I saw like, this was not good. Right. And we talked about it years later. And I know I've been in those situations before where something's kind of thrown at you and you go into a little bit of panic mode. Your mind starts racing in 20 different directions. You wake up in the middle of the night. Oh my God, I'm worried about this. What is that going to be? Well, I was fine because I knew the plan. I had it all laid out. He did not. So therefore the stress, the anxiety, all of that churning. Think about, let's say that you were to be throwing a party at your house. Maybe it's a kid's birthday party, graduation party, anniversary party, whatever. Think about how different you would feel if you had a complete plan in place, the menu, the decorating, a schedule of when everything was going to be done, et cetera, versus going, well, tomorrow we got a whole bunch of people coming over. I'm not really sure what I'm, you know, let me just start making a list of all the stuff. I know what I need, but I don't have a plan to get it done. That's what triggers that constant distraction, the waking up at 3 a.m., your inability to focus and concentrate. So there are two key things when it comes to the internal distractions that we need to have. One is a system, a hub, an organizational system for all the information that we have to juggle. And that the analogy that I like to think of the visual is if you've ever seen one of those coin sorting machines, right? Where you could go dump thousands of coins into it and you can see it, it can process it and take all the quarters and put them over here, all the pennies over here, the nickels over here, so on and so forth. We need to have the similar thing for the information coming at us so that when information, you know, to do things like that are heading at us, we know where to put that. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and put that into my plan for this week. Oh, this goes on my backlog. Oh, this goes and gets stored where I store my online recipes. Oh, this goes and gets stored over there. Because when we have a place and assigned organizational system for all the stuff that's coming at us, that releases the anxiety and stress that we put on our brain by trying to remember too much. Our brains are not wired. The brain science, we are not wired to do that. So that's the first thing. Then the second thing is getting your plan, a physical, actual plan of when and how we are going to be getting things done. So, you know, if I just sat down at the start of the day and said, I've got 15 things I need to do today, and that's all I had, I brain dumped. This is what I see so many people coaching. Oh, just do a brain dump every day and then go get to work. No, 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 no. Because if I sit down and do my brain dump for the day, it's not prioritized. It's not intentional. I'm missing the things. I'm probably going to waste time on stuff I didn't need to be doing today. And then I'm just kind of cherry picking. I'm not thinking about efficiencies. And my brain up here is feeling confused. It doesn't have a plan. And then I start getting distracted. And then my mind starts wandering. As opposed to, waking up and seeing a plan. 
hey, from nine to 10 today, we're going to be tackling this type of stuff. I'm going to be checking and processing my email at 1130. I'll be handling all my messages then. All of a sudden, things start to quiet down. And then when something pops up, I can say, oh, nope. Is that in the plan for today? Does it need to get added into the plan for the day? If not, I know where to go store it, and then I can move on. But if you do not have an organizational system for your information and you don't have plans in place, weekly plans in place, this again triggers that internal distraction. I've been doing, you know, this style of weekly planning for years now. I no longer have those panic middle of the night wake-ups on the regular. Do I have them time and again? Of course, I get stressed and anxious about stuff, but this is not a constant problem on repeat. So I would love to hear for you, what are you going to tackle first? Are you going to go implement a sign or you know, something for the people? Are you going to go tackle notifications on your phone? And if you're really interested in digging into this whole, how do we organize our information? How do we do all of our plans? This is, friends, this is what my top program is all about. So if you need some information on that, please come DM me as well. Have a fantastic week full of focus, intentionality, and lack of distraction. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Pink Bee app. It's one word, the Pink Bee. It is jam-packed with simple yet powerful tips and strategies to get you out of overwhelm and into harmony. And if you have a question you want me to cover on a future episode, go to iTunes and ask your question in the podcast review section. And while you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review.